Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Hey, Real Life. Man, I don't know about you, but I am so incredibly excited to be meeting in person today. Come on, who's excited to be in person today? Man, it's an awesome, awesome Sunday. Man, so thankful for you guys as a dream team coming to our soft launch, man, serving, getting your hands dirty, kind of knocking off the rust. And uh, uh, you might wonder why I'm on the screen and up here live, because uh, I'm with you guys. I'm out there serving right now, uh, training and encouraging, uh, just equipping our leadership and some teams, man. But I'm excited. I'll be back up here uh, live next Sunday. But today, I just want to give you a shot in the arm, so some encouragement. Man, it's nice to see the familiar faces. Come on. Uh, it's been a long time. been five months coming. Coming, but today is our day and I'm excited about it. Hey, I want to welcome uh, some new faces to the Dream Team. Come on, let's give it up for everybody who's new today that's serving, that's making a difference. Give them some love. Man, lift them up. Let them know you love them today. Thank you guys for coming and making a difference and serving. You guys are doing way more than just setting up. Man, you're opening the door for God to use people's lives. Hey, if you're joining us online today, I want you to know if you feel comfortable in this season, uh, we are opening our doors to you guys uh, next Sunday, two times, 9.30 and 11 o'clock. We'd love for you to come check us out, be here, uh, get connected if you feel comfortable. We are uh, doing all we can uh, for safety. We've separated our rows uh, by six feet between the rows. Uh, we're doing extra cleaning. I want you to know all of our kids' programs are open, so nursery, pre-K, elementary. Man, we're doing everything we can uh, just to get everybody back in and get connected to each other. And so I'd encourage you to come on out next Sunday. We'd love to see you. Well, today uh, we are finishing up a message series called Underrated. And I want to talk about something that's just near to my heart, something I believe is one of the most underrated things that we experience today. And oftentimes uh, we just get to scratch the surface. Uh, we don't get too deep. We see something and we get offended. We get stressed out in this season. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things uh, that are taking away and they're distracting us in life. Uh, man, we work on people's timetables and we look at human ability. Oftentimes we look at the economy. Uh, right now we're looking at politics. I'm telling you, I need one more mailer to change my mind. Come on, somebody. Just one more trash talking mailer, right? I need some soap opera on social media. Uh, man, just so much distracts us in this season. Man, it's easy to follow the crowd. It's easy to follow fear. But today I'm going to tell you, this is the spiritual truth we're going to go for. It's more spiritual than you think. Man, there's something happening below the surface that oftentimes we miss in this season that God is doing something bigger, but we're missing it because we can't see it today. I don't know about you, but in this season, I've uh, almost felt like losing my temper a few times. I've been getting stressed out about the details. Who knows me in person, there's a lot of little details. Uh, I find myself just uh, just spinning plates at times. I don't know about you, maybe you feel like you're spinning your tires. Uh, maybe you feel like you're just going somewhere and all of a sudden the game changes. It looks different than it did before. Maybe a season of frustration. Hey, I've been there. This last Sunday, I had an incredible heart and soul night uh, down at the amphitheater. And uh, man, we put hours and hours of work into this. And of course, if you know what happened, uh, man, they're calling for rain. They weren't calling for rain. And we were just living on the edge of faith, you know? I mean, there's rain showers popping up. And uh, so I get ready to go up to speak. I'm kind of standing on the, a side stage. And uh, all of a sudden, they, the band finishes a song and I step up. Like literally, as I begin to start the speech, uh, the rain just sets in. 
and there's this awesome picture, you gotta check this out. I'm literally standing there just staring out in the rain going, this is unbelievable, man. I believe God has a sense of humor. I might've been just a little frustrated, uh, but I couldn't help but laugh it off because this is how God rolls. And so uh, we just finished up with a worship song and said, everybody get some ice cream in the parking lot. But I'm telling you, maybe in this season, you feel like, man, you're just not making any headway. Man, the game keeps changing. We're online, now we're in person, the business is changing, school is changing. Man, there's this frustration and we see the surface and we get, uh, there's some tension. We're just a little dry, a little negative, a little little bitter. There's this, this spirit coming out of us that, that God wants us to change and this is a little deeper. I'm telling you today, it's more spiritual than you think. There's only something that God can do on the inside. And today I wanna to talk about this. This is the most underrated topic in the Bible and Jesus teaches this underrated truth to his disciples. It's found in John chapter four. I'm gonna give you a running start uh, into this scripture and, uh, and then just challenge you in some practical ways, give you some three, uh, three ways that we can apply this to our life. And so Jesus in John chapter four, uh, the, the, the Pharisees, uh, they say that, hey, Jesus has baptized more people than John the Baptist. And so, so Jesus, it says, uh, he didn't baptize his disciples. Check this out in John four too. It says, although in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples baptized. Man, I believe it's incredible. We gotta put a little pause here. So Jesus is leaving Judea. He's heading to Samaria. And it says he's leaving because he's being accused of baptizing so many people. And then the Bible gives some parentheses and says, well, it wasn't Jesus who baptized. It was his disciples that baptized people. And I just gotta give you this principle. I think it's so good for us today. Man, how open-handed is Jesus if he didn't even baptize his own disciples? I mean, have you ever been to a church where there's a monopoly on baptism? You ever been to a church was a monopoly on compassion. Never been to a church was a monopoly on who can do the work of God. Can I tell you today that God is using your life, that God trusts us so much. He says, here, you do the work. Hey, you can baptize my followers. You can do the work of God. I trust you with my work, with my will. You can do this today. Man, I love that we are not the church that's close-handed, but we're an open-handed church. I want to invite you guys, man, to have full access to what God is doing. You're on the dream team. Man, I hope that you feel like you're satisfied. I hope you're doing a job that you feel called to do. I hope you feel like you're in a role where God has put you there and you have a key role in the kingdom, that you're doing something that God has put in front of you. I love that as you as leaders, man, we're not doing the work. We're equipping other people to do the work, man. We're never more like Jesus than we when equip and empower release other people, man. Thank you, Jesus, that he is open-handed. We can play roles in the kingdom. Man, that was free. That was a side note. I had to just do that because it was such a powerful verse, man. Jesus didn't baptize his disciples. And so Jesus, he leaves Judea. He's going to go to Galilee. He's come through Samaria. And it says he had to go through Samaria. And when he gets there, he's tired. And he finds this well called Jacob's well. And he's sitting on the edge of the well. And he's a it says they go off to get some food from the nearest town. So they went maybe to Quick Trip, I don't know, picked up a taquito. Like, I don't know, maybe went to Casey's and got some pizza. Like, I don't know where they're planning on going, but they head out and they went to get some food and they were gonna get some meals for Jesus. And he said this well, and all of a sudden, the Samaritan woman shows up to the well. Samaritan woman is coming up to, to get a drink, to draw some water. And Jesus says, hey, I'm thirsty. Can you give me a drink? And this woman, she looks at Jesus and says, aren't you a Jew? What a, Jews don't deal with this Samaritans. They don't even talk to us women. I can't believe you're even talking to me. And Jesus said, hey, if you knew who you were talking to, uh, you'd ask me for some living water. And this lady, she looks at him and she goes, you don't even have a bucket. Like this well is too deep. What are you even talking about? And Jesus explains to her that if you draw water from this well, you will thirst again. But if you drink the water I will give you, you will never 
never thirst again. I'm gonna give you some water that springs up to everlasting life. And this woman, she goes, whoa, man, I need some of that water. Can I have that water? And Jesus, he looks at her and says, hey, go and get your husband and bring him here to me. And she goes, well, sir, I, I don't have a husband. He goes, you're right, you have five husbands and the man you're with now is not even your husband. And she goes, man, I perceive you're a prophet. And my ancestors, man, they used to worship on this mountain, but you Jewish people, you worship in Jerusalem. And God makes this statement, I think is so important for us today. He says that we, though we come a time and place, we're not gonna worship God in a place. We're gonna worship God in spirit and in truth. I don't know about you, how many of you guys are excited, man, that we don't have to be in a building. We don't have to go to a temple. We don't have to go to a place to worship Jesus. Man, I'm so thankful these last five months online that the spirit of God lives inside of us and we can worship him in spirit and truth. Man, from our bedrooms, from our living rooms, with our families, man, God is using that. The spirit of God lives inside of us and he breaks down all these walls. And this lady, she looks at Jesus and she goes, I know the Messiah has come one day. I know he's gonna be here. And when he shows up, he's gonna teach me everything. And Jesus looks at her and says, hey, the one who speaks, I am he. And so she figures out this is the Messiah. Like in this moment, like we pray all the time for people to come to Christ, people far from Jesus, to have this moment where they experience the Messiah, like where they have new life, where they're committed to life to Jesus. And this is this moment where she realizes, aha, like this is the Son of God. This is the one the Bible talks about. This is the one that's going to forgive sins, and it clicks with her. In this moment, this, the disciples show up in this moment. I love what, they, what happens here in verse 27. It says, just then the disciples are turned and were surprised. Come on, somebody say surprised. They were surprised to find Jesus talking with a woman. Thank God things were changing 2,000 years. But they're surprised to see Jesus talking to a woman, but nobody asked, I love this, man, what do you want? No one looked at her and said, what do you want, Samaritan woman? Why are you here? Or what? why are you talking to her? No one asked these questions, but the Bible records, I love that Jesus saw their heart. He knew what they were thinking. They're just kind of standing there on the outskirts, just looking like, I just can't believe this. I'm so surprised. In the middle of these disciples being disorientated because God has surprised them. Man, she runs off to the city. Uh, she runs down to the town and she begins to tell everybody about this guy who knew everything about her life, this Messiah, and said, you need to meet Jesus. And begins to invite the town to meet Jesus. I don't know about you in this season, but has God surprised you in this COVID season? Man, I know God has surprised me. I mean, honestly, I didn't see it coming that uh, the church uh, would stop meeting in person. I didn't see that coming. That was a curveball. I think that was a curveball for everybody. I didn't see it coming that, uh, that the economy is going to be shut down. Um, I, I didn't see it coming that they're going to have uh, mask uh, recommendations requirements in different places. Man, I, I didn't see uh, the, the racial riots coming. Man, I didn't see the school districts uh, switching things up. You might be surprised about how they're opening, whether they're hybrid or online only or going in person. I'm just telling you, in this season, we can just look at the surface and we can show up to Jesus and we can come um, with our beef jerky. Come on. I got these. These are these are my snacks later. This isn't even for the illustration. I just brought this for my own. I'm just kidding. But you might show up with your beef jerky, man, and you might realize that God is doing something more. The disciples are like, what is going on? I can't believe, man, that, that Jesus is talking to this person. And I love what the disciples go on to say. This woman runs off. This is what happens in verse 31. It says, meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. I've got some beef jerky, Jesus. Man, I've got some quick trip pizza. Come on, Jesus. Like, why, why aren't you hungry? Like, we got that woman out of here. Like, here's the food that we need to eat. And Jesus says this, and it's so important. Verse 32, he said, but Jesus said to them, to, to, this, to us today, he goes, I have food, man, to eat that you know nothing about. And the disciples, this is amazing. They looked at each other and said, could someone have brought him food? <laughs> Who brought Jesus beef jerky? 
Who did it? <laughs> Who fed Jesus? I mean, somebody must have brought some food. Like we went all down the town and we spent all the extra money to get the upgraded beef jerky sticks. The original, this is the original beef jerky, Jesus. Like, I can't believe you're not even hungry. And Jesus says, there's food you have no idea about. Look at verse 34. And this is so important for us today. He says, my food, my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Can I just tell you something? There is some food that exists that is beyond the temporary. Man, there's some stuff below the surface. I'm telling you, it's more spiritual than you think this morning. There's something going on that you have to take part of to do the work and the will of God. There's only something from God that can satisfy your soul. I mean, Jesus, he left Judea and Samaria, into Samaria and sat this well. He was hungry. He's fatigued and he meets this woman. All of a sudden he's satisfied because he's doing the work of God. Can I just tell you something? I love Quick Trip. Come on, I know you guys love Quick Trip. I, we can have a church meeting at Quick Trip. Everybody show up, okay? Yeah, all, all, the, all the drinks in the world, all the specialty things. We love Quick Trip, but I can tell you something that satisfies more than Quick Trip. It was when somebody walks through those back doors and leaves having a relationship with Jesus. When somebody accepts Christ, can I tell you what's more powerful than eating a meal? Man, is seeing your son or daughter meet Jesus. Man, to have them know for sure their sins are forgiven. To see a young person, man, cut some bad habits out of their life, cut some addictions out of their life. You know what's exciting to see a marriage healed. I mean, to see people come back together humble enough to say, yeah, I was wrong. I want to work on this. I mean, you know what's more satisfying? I Man, to see people's lives changed. I Man, there's something that happens when you do the work of God. There's some food, some substance. I Man, we got some dry bones in this season. Some of us were looking for satisfaction all the wrong places. And God has a purpose for our life in this season. I'll tell you what's more satisfying than have a bank account full of money. Man, is to have a food pantry built in the Belden School District. Man, just a few weeks ago, putting a pirate pantry together. Man, so kids, man, that, that are that are uh, food insecure. You know, most of Belton, over sixty percent of Belton, is on on. Um, free and reduced lunch and there's people that need food and need clothing. You guys make a difference. I'll tell you what, that's satisfying. That's something deep. You'll never forget you played a part of that story. Can I tell you today that God is doing something behind the scenes? I'm just telling you, it's more spiritual than you think. It's more spiritual than you think. Can I encourage you the best way to get spiritual in this season? Like, how do you get spiritual? Jesus tells us. He tells his disciples in the very next verse. It says in John 4.35, says, don't you have a saying? And Jesus says, uh, don't you say this? It's still four months until the harvest. Uh, we might say this, why do today, which you can put off till tomorrow? Uh, isn't it still four months until you gotta really get busy to work? And he says this, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest already. You know, one of the goals of our church and for anybody that's leading other people to know Jesus is that we get our eyes off of ourselves and onto the hurting world around us. Jesus says, wake up. Look up, look around you. You see what I'm seeing? Just take a good peruse around the people. You can see your friends, you see your family. I'm telling you, they're ready. People are ready. People are ready. We're not waiting four months. I can I just tell you as a church, we're not waiting until the COVID season's over. Come on, somebody. We're not, we're not waiting until it's back to normal. Man, normal, we, we don't want normal. We want something better than normal. We're not waiting until the mask is all lifted. We're not waiting until COVID has a vaccine. We're not waiting until the school districts all look pretty. We're not waiting until all this pol politicians, all these things go away. No, no, 
No, we're gonna end this season. God has called us to make a difference. The fields are ripe with harvest right now. People are ready. Can I tell you today, now is your time. Man, the, the people are ready for the things of God. People are hungry for the things of God. And we're called to make a difference in our city. Can I tell you, if we get our eyes off ourselves just for a few minutes here and just look at what's happening around our city. Do you know that the Belden School District, the Ray Peck School District, you know, they feed a lot of people and they need help feeding people. Uh, they've done more in these last three or four months to feed people than they've ever done in the past. There's more people coming uh, that need help than ever before. I think about heart and hand and how they serve food. Uh, every month they do stuff on Fridays, every week. Uh, throughout the month, they have uh, food, uh, mobile food pantries, and you guys can play a part of their story. There's families after families, 800 people come through getting food every single food pantry because it needs to make a difference. As people have needs in their life, can I tell you the homeless population in Bell needs some help that we can make a difference, we can resource them. Thank you, Free Hot Soup, for serving them so faithfully in this season. I'm sure it's really cool outside, about 55 degrees every week, right? But you guys are serving and making a difference in people's lives. Now, can I tell you today, it didn't take long to look around that there's people that are hurting through divorce and separation and pain and depression and loneliness. There's people across the street. There's people you know in your families. And today we can just step across and say, I'm going to make a difference in this season. I'm telling you, it's easy to look at ourselves, but I'm telling you, it's more spiritual than you think. Satan wants to distract us. He wants us to look down at all the problems, but God's calling us to look out at all the people that we can serve and we can help. Can I tell you today that Jesus wants to give us some urgency? He says, hey, the fields are ripe already, man. Look up, now is the time. Can I tell you what urgency does? Urgency does this. Urgency says that we're gonna be effective and not just efficient. We're gonna be effective and not just efficient. What that means is this, you guys are here setting up and, and putting together putting together KT in this gathering for everybody to come in next Sunday. Can I encourage you that you're not just setting up a chair? Can I encourage you that you're not just putting together pipe and drape? Some of you guys came today and you thought the goal was to set up KT. Some of you guys came today and you came with a checklist. <laughs> You know who you are. Check, 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 check. Oh, Martha, 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 right? You came ready to get all the details knocked out and you'll be satisfied when it looks like a million dollars. Can I just tell you today that we can be efficient and not be effective? I mean, the Jesus followers, they came with beef jerky when Jesus was leading somebody to Christ. Like Jesus was forgiving somebody's sins. They're like, I can't believe you're even doing this. We can easily miss what God is calling us to do. It's all about people in this season. It's not about products. It's not about processes. It's not about systems. It's not about having the best setup and all this stuff. No, it's about people. Some of you guys got your checklist. Can I encourage you at the top of your checklist to start writing some of these names? Just write some names of some neighbors you're going to invite. This is the number one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to connect with some people walking on Sunday. Man, God help somebody who comes next Sunday. Come on, somebody, because they're going to get so much love from you guys. You're going to encourage them. You're not going to do something awkward, right? But you're going to love on people. You're going to care for people. Man, th those people coming in, that's why we do this. You're not just setting out chairs. You're making a place for somebody to hear the good news of the gospel. You're not just setting up pipe and drape. You're not just babysitting in a kid's program. We don't babysit. We're on mission. There's no junior Holy Spirit. You guys serving back there, you're making a difference in the lives of kids. I know they're loved and cared for. My son Jack the other day, he, I miss church. I miss hanging out with my friends. I miss church. We're telling, yeah, we're, we're you know, we're, we're opening this Sunday. Oh, I, I miss my friends. I'm just telling you, there is something spiritual that happens when we get together. Can I encourage you? You're making a difference in this season. We're not going to be 
efficient. I want, I love efficiency. Okay. You're talking to, I'm preaching myself right now, right? I love efficiency, but we're going to be effective. We're going to be on mission. We're going to, we're going to look past the programs, past the stuff. And we're going to meet some people. Can I encourage you today? Man, one of the first times we've been back together, man, meet somebody you don't know. Encourage somebody that you haven't seen in a long time. Man, ask them, how's your family? How are you doing in this season? Let them know you love them and you're here for them. You're here to encourage them. We're a team. We're not just a bunch of people doing stuff. We're not just rearranging stuff. No, we're making a way for people to know Jesus. People far from him discover real life and purpose. I'm telling the temptation is to be effective, but today, or to be efficient, but today we're going to be effective for the cause of Christ. All right. So the second thing is this, is that not only are we going to be effective, but we're going to cross some lines to bring people in. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of lines that we can cross right now. I think we should. Man, there's the lines of race. There's the lines of mass. There's lines of politics. Man, there's the lines of the police. People have all these opinions about everything. Man, there's even county lines we can cross. You know, there were like three minutes, maybe less of a drive, maybe one minute drive from Jackson County. Who knows? There's some lines that are being drawn in this season. But today, I believe God has called us to cross some lines. Look what Jesus did in John. Chapter 4, verse 7. He said, When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, I love this, will you give me a drink? You know, you know how Jesus crossed the line? He asked for somebody's help. He asked for somebody's help. Will you give me a drink? And it goes on to say the disciples in verse 27, just then the disciples returned and were surprised. Like, what are you doing, Jesus? Like, you're talking to her? Like, we're busy. Like, get out of here. We got things to do. He was crossing lines in his cultural day to bring the good news of the gospel to people around him. Can I just tell you, in this season, I believe God has called us to cross some lines. I mean, you got that neighbor. You know what I'm talking about. That if they show up to church, they think the building's gonna catch on fire. You know what I'm talking about. I've got some neighbors like, I can't show up. Man, they're gonna build and it collapse on me. Uh, can you just surprise that neighbor this week? Like, can we just go over and befriend them? I'm not even saying invite them to our church. Can you just invite them into your life? Can you hang out? with them? Can you make a difference? I'll tell you the best way to do it is ask for their help. Hey, can you help me do this? They'll be like, oh, sure. I love doing that. Hey, can I, can I borrow your boring bit uh, to drill under the sidewalk to put in a piece of pipe? Uh, whatever it is, that, that's a true story that happened to me just a few months ago. I mean, can we just invite them into our lives, invite them into our back decks or porches under our tables and just start witnessing people? Surprise them. Some of you guys need to surprise your kids. Surprise your kids with a question. Here's the question you surprise them with. Hey, can I pray with you? Now, I just really want to pray with you today. Can I just take a, a minute and pray with you before you go to school this morning? Can I pray with you before you work right now? Some of you guys surprise your family. You might just get that Bible out and say, you know what, I'm just, we're going to read a chapter tonight. I'm just going to read a passage of scripture. Let's just talk about it. Man, that might be really surprising for a lot of our families. Some of you guys got to surprise your coworkers. You guys surprise your coworkers. You got to say, man, I'm so thankful for you. Man, we, it's been so busy. I haven't said this enough, but I'm so grateful for you and what you do for our company, what you mean to my life, what the friendship means. Some of you guys got to do that because we've been distracted by all the stuff we're trying to rearrange and change, but there's something below the surface. Can we be a surprise in this season? Like a, a serendipity surprise, like a good surprise? Because we're throwing curveballs, but I'll tell you what, we could just be, bring a smile, bring some positivity, some encouragement to people around us. I believe you cross the lines, your family would be totally different. Some of you guys have been hammering that throttle a thousand miles an hour. Maybe you slow down a little bit and say, no, I'm going to cross the lines with my family. I'm going to do stuff I I've always wanted to do, but I've never done. I'm going to pray to go with my family. I'm going to love my family. You know, I'm just going to give a word of encouragement. There's a son or daughter that maybe you haven't talked to in decades. There's somebody in your life that maybe has offended you or hurt you. And maybe the day is just a day to say, yeah, I'm done with that. 
Like, I'm done. There's something greater than that. That was just a surface issue. But you know what? God is doing something a little deeper. I'm going to make some amends. I'm going to get things right. I'm going to lead the way out of this. And I'm going to change who I am because it's so much more important that they know I love them than my opinion about what happened. Some of you guys got to change some things in your life. Some of you guys got to bring some marriages together. Some of you guys got to look at yourself and say, you know what? It's not about me. It's not about being this season. Because I tell you what, those fields, man, they're white with harvest. They're, God has called me to be a surprise to somebody in this season. There's some neighbors that are going to get changed in this season. Man, last thing is this. I believe not only God is going to call you to be effective, uh, he's going to call you to be a surprise. But I believe God is calling us to make a difference because we are not gonna wait any longer in this season. Some of us have been saying, you know what, when I get back in person, we're gonna do this. No, 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 we're gonna do it now. The fields are white with harvest in this season. We're not trying to get back to normal. We're gonna make a difference. I love what God has done in this last five months. Some of you guys are like, this is crazy, but you know what? I'm like, let me just share with you some stats of what God has done since we've been online meeting without a building. And this is what God has done. It's absolutely incredible. Our Facebook, the amount of content people have seen is absolutely crazy. Jared ran these numbers the other day, and this is what it is. We've had over 70,000 minutes of content viewed on Facebook. 70,000 minutes of content viewed on Facebook since we shut down. 70,000, <laughs> my mind is blown. Can I tell you, God is doing something in this season. We've had over 340 people that we've followed up with have connected with our church. Now when I say follow up, I mean they've actually physically, somebody is typing to them, somebody is calling them, somebody's connecting them to our church, somebody's helping them on the next step, somebody's praying for them. That's absolutely incredible. We didn't shut down. We're not just relaunching, we're just getting started in the building again. We've been busy working behind the scenes. Can I tell you, our care team has over 60 people they have cared for, uh, people who have gone through divorces, depression, people who need counseling, people who needed uh, some tangible need, people who had COVID, people who need prayer. Uh, I could go on and on, all these different situations. Uh, you may think, well, 60 people, that's not a whole lot. That's a person almost every other day. That's a person or a family every other day that our care team has cared for. Can I just tell you, man, we're not waiting because the fields are ripe with hard harvest today. Right now, you matter. Can I just say thank you over the last five months to all of you who've made a difference while we've been meeting online only. Can I say thank you to our chat team, man, for opening the door and caring for people. Can I say thank you to our follow-up team for reaching out and making people feel like a million dollars and welcome to real life into the gospel and to help care for those people. Can I say thank you to our kids live team who've been serving and filming and memorizing and acting like fools for Jesus on the camera, I love it. Can I say thank you for making a difference in the lives of our kids? Can I say thank you to our film team who's honestly behind the scenes, you don't even know who they are, but they're holding cameras and they're editing film and they're, they're putting things together for hours and hours every week so that we can have experience with Jesus. Can I say thank you to our worship team who've been faithful every single week to, 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 to play songs and lead us closer to Jesus, who've memorized new songs, who haven't let off the gas pedal. Can I say thank you to our care team who is serving so many people, people who need help, who need hope. These people who have been helping them bring meals and being visiting hospitals and going uh, to, with them on different appointments. Uh, they have given stuff away. They have connected resources. They have given counsel. They have connected the counselors. You guys are making a difference in this season. Can I thank you to our watch par leaders? Come on, somebody. You guys opened up your homes, your porches, uh, your back patios, and you invited the world to your house to make a difference. Thank you for doing that. 
in this season. God, thank you to our life group leaders who went on an extended time period of having life groups just to keep people connected in our church and make a difference in their life through relationships. Can I say thank you to our staff uh, for always being flexible, uh, for always changing gears throughout this entire season, being willing to be in one role and another and reinventing the wheel 50,000 times over. Can I say thank you as a dream team for always putting putting um, the mission first, man, for praying for our team, man, for being willing to come back. I am floored uh, how many of you have come back and said I'm willing to meet in person. I'm just absolutely astonished. I'm so grateful for you guys being here and serving. Uh, I'm telling you, there's a lot of churches that would kill to have the percentage of you guys that came back. Absolutely incredible. There's so many of you that say, you know what, I'm in, I'm in. And I know we don't agree on everything and things look different, but I'm telling you what, I'm so thankful you guys are here serving and making a difference in this season. Can I just tell you it's more spiritual than we think? is more spiritual than we think. I'm telling you, there's way more going on below the surface and you get a piece of what God's doing. There's some work he wants us to do while, while the disciples were out getting beef jerky. I, I, I just gotta keep throwing these at people. I just gotta throw this at you. Can I do that? Can I throw that at you? <laughs> while the disciples are getting beef jerky, they're out there running around, they're looking at all the temporal. Jesus is doing some work. Come on, somebody. Jesus is doing work and Jesus is doing work. Jesus is caring about people. And our church, I'm telling you something, we're not gonna be busy doing the peripheral. We're gonna be busy. We're gonna be effective on mission. It's all about people. Man, it's all about people. People matter to God. Next week, man, when the world comes out, when people that are far from Jesus come here, when the, when the people who visit our church or attend our church come back, man, we're gonna welcome them with loving arms. We're gonna care for them. We're gonna treat them like, they're, like, like, they, like they own the place. Man, we're gonna love them. We're gonna serve them. We're gonna point them to Jesus. Man, thank you for what you guys are doing. We're not waiting till the season's over. We're gonna risk it. We're gonna take a step of faith. And we're gonna care for people in this season. I'm telling you, it's time we cross some lines today because the fields are ripe for harvest. Father, we come before you. God, thank you for this amazing dream team. Thank you for people watching online. And God, I want to pray for somebody today and somebody that's just struggling in this season. Maybe it's become about themselves. They got their eyes on their own pains and their own hurts and their own wounds. And, and yes, they're real. But God, you called us to lift up our eyes and to see that the world is ripe with harvest and we can serve people around us. God, I pray you call us out of the comfortable. God, I pray you'd give us new life in these dry bones. God, I pray that we wouldn't be negative. God, that we'd cross some lines. God, help us be a surprise to somebody. I want to pray for somebody this morning that says, you know, I want to be effective. You know, I've been doing a lot of stuff and it's been efficient. I've been great at these things, but you know what? I've not been effective for God. Like I need to bring the gospel to somebody. Like I need to serve a little better. Like I need to care for somebody. I need to lead my family. I need to be effective spiritual leader for my family. I'm going to cross some lines today. I don't know what is God exactly calling to you, but maybe the day you'd say, you know what? I'm called out. Man, today is my day. God is going to use my life. I want to look out and say, you know what? I'm going to make a difference today. If that's you and you say, I want to be effective, I'm going to cross some lines. And today is my day. That's you on a prayer for you. Father God, thanks so much. God, for doing a work, God, only you can do. God, that we'd be effective for you. God, I pray for our dream team. God, there's people here today that say, you know what? I'm gonna be on mission for you. It might have been about mission me or mission COVID or mission politics, but today it's about mission Jesus. And I'm just here to serve people. And so God, I pray you break some hearts. God, you strip away some insecurities, some fears. And God, you give us a spirit of positivity. God, that you give us the faith to cross the street, to cross some lines, to, to get over some pain in the past, to come to a place where we can unite together and we can see people just like this woman uh, that ran back to her city. God, that we run to our city city and we bring back our family, our friends, our neighbors, people who don't know us or even you, Jesus, and we bring them to a place where they see you clear as day and their lives are changed. God, I pray this in, in your powerful name. I also want to pray for you guys 
today that need to know that Jesus crossed some lines for you. Maybe you're watching this and you're just like, I'm just not sure about Jesus. I had a bad experience at church growing up. I just don't know about all this religion. Can I just tell you something that's not about religion, it's about a relationship with Jesus. Jesus didn't come here to be served, he came to serve. And oftentimes we miss what God has done. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the perfect son of God. He is holy, he's set apart, and he crossed the line of sin for us. What's that mean? When he went to the cross, he exchanged all of his wrong, all of his rights for all of our wrongs. He paid the sin debt for us. See, Jesus is holy. He didn't have to go to the cross, but he chose to go to the cross for us. And he endured the pain of the cross. On that cross, our sin was pressed down on his shoulders and he paid for every wrong thing we ever did. And he extended his grace to us and that we are forgiven, that we are made new. The Bible says that anybody that calls the name of Jesus will be saved and forgiven. And maybe today for the first time, you need to realize that Jesus loves you, that Jesus crossed the line for you, that Jesus forgives you. And you don't have to prove yourself to God that you can be secure in who you are because God loves you today. Maybe today you said yes to Jesus, yes to forgiveness. And if that's you, I'd encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father God, thank you so much for sending Jesus and for crossing the lines that you didn't have to cross for me. God, thank you for paying for my sin. God, thank you for a new life. God, thank you for all that you're doing. God, you can have my life. I want to serve you. I praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, come on, let's give it up for those who came to Christ today. If you made that decision online, click on the button right below me. May click on the link. Let us know about your relationship with Jesus. Come on, I'm so excited, Dream Team, for what God is doing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for this amazing soft launch. And I cannot wait to see what God is going to do in this next season.